Good evening and welcome to this edition of Women in Motorsports. I'm your host, Melinda Russell, and I'm coming to you from Kalamazoo, Michigan. And our guest tonight is going to be Abby Meehan, and she's coming to you all the way from Australia. So I'm really excited to have her on the show, and what a great way of technology that we can talk to her um, live like this. You can ask her questions. It's actually Wednesday morning around 9 a.m. for her. So she's had a good night's sleep. She's on break from college, and uh, she's going to be our guest uh, here in just a little bit. We're going to start with some questions, but first I want to make sure that you know that we are sponsored by the International Women's Motorsports Association. Um, if you want to find out more about us, go to IWMANation.com or find us on Facebook under International Women's Motorsports Association. So I want to get right in here with Abby. We had a little technical things going on, so we're just a few minutes late getting started. So Abby, um, welcome to the show. And um, are you feeling good? You're on, you're on college break. Yeah, you know, it's good at the moment. I've just got the rest of this week and then we start up again for the rest of our semester next week. And, you know, it's good good to get it right in and get things ready with the car. Exactly. So we're going to just ask you a few questions about yourself and about your racing. It's all going to be easy stuff, things you're going to know. So I want you to start by telling our audience a little bit about yourself, how old you are, um, when did you start racing, and a little bit about where you're going to school and what for? Yeah, so I'm currently, I just turned 18 last week, and I live in Queensland, in central Queensland in Australia, and I've always lived there my whole life, and I'm currently at university here in Gladstone, and I'm studying a Bachelor of Engineering. I'm first year, and it's really good so far. In regards to my racing side of things, I've always had a passion for racing, but I didn't really get started to it until I was 13. Dad used to race himself years and years ago in the super sedan class. So they're kind of like your late models over there. Very similar, I'm not sure if you guys have super sedans, but quite similar. And I was lucky enough to get a drive in a Toyota Corolla in the junior sedan class from friends of ours and it was an amazing experience. So from there I just got really excited and I finished my junior season last year and it was an amazing experience. It taught me so much through the car and understanding how cars work in general and understanding what racing is about and teaching me so many social skills as well. And then from after I graduated on the junior class, I went up to Mod Lights, which is what I'm going to begin, begin to race. Yeah, so that should be good. And I've got a lot of my major sponsors, McCosker Contracting, Harper City, Harley-Davidson, Chapman's Auto Repairs and Performance, Art by Mickey, and a whole a bunch of new sponsors as well coming on board for the season. So it's good to be able to see them come through from my junior sedan to my mob lights. Yeah, that's that's exciting because yeah. you always need those marketing partners. And I love that you're sitting in front of your car so we can see the Harley-Davidson <laughs> and, uh, and some of your sponsors on the car. So... That that was smart of you to sit in front of your car. Good job. <laughs> so do you, do you mostly race just one track or do you travel around and race at different racetracks? So we do travel around a fair bit. 
the, the, the tracks I raced at in my junior sedan are slightly different than the ones I'll race at in my mudlight. So the furthest we've travelled would have been for our Queensland title in junior sedans, and that was in Cairns. So that's the top of Australia, and that's about 16, 18 hours away. That's the furthest, furthest we've travelled. But we regularly race around tracks, they're called. So we've got Gympie, Rockhampton, Mirrorborough, Blackwater, them sort of ones which are normally in like a four-hour radius. Both the Mod Light are racing more in Mirrorborough and Brisbane. That's um, down south more and Toowoomba and places like that. Okay. And okay. Do you, race, you race on Saturday night, I would assume? Yes, yes, Saturday. Sometimes there's two-nighters or three-nighters. That could be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But mainly Saturday, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to travel that far, you might as well have two or three nights of racing once you get there. Yeah, you know, it's really good. It's good to be able to camp and catch up with people as well um, after racing and stuff like that. Right. That's, that's part of the fun. The people that we know yeah, yeah, and no. that we meet. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you explain a little bit about your car? What kind of, like, I know I heard what you called it, but how does it compare to, do you know what it would be compared to, like, to the race cars in the United States? Um, so I'm driving a Modlite, as I was saying before, and it's a Lightning 2012 Lightning chassis. I'm in the 1280-pound class. So I've got a um, Suzuki GSXR 1000 engine, and uh, the mod lights that I'm racing here are the same ones that they race in the states. So a lot of people in the class actually have cars they imported from directly from the states, and they just race them here. So it, the correlation between our mod light class and your you guys mod light class is very very similar. Okay, okay. I was thinking that it would be, but I wanted to make sure since, uh, you know, I'm sure you have different rules and things too. So tell me a little more about how you got started in racing. What, you know, you said you, you know, you're, you started at a young age and you loved it, but what was it about it that made you want to be a race car driver, not just a fan? Well, I think there's so much you learn from actually getting involved in things like racing. So I never really knew I wanted to drive. I knew I liked racing and I liked looking, watching them and being involved in some way, but I never knew I really wanted to drive until I got to go and had to go to drive. And when you do it, it's just, it is so much fun in itself. You get to use so much thinking involved. So when you're in the car, you're not just thinking about, what you're doing, you've got to think about what other people are doing and how you're going to react to do that. And all that combination together, it's just, it's such a good, it's something, dif something different that you don't get at many other places. And you get to, it's not just what happens on the track, it's what happens off the track. So at home, fixing the car, figuring out what you're going to do to make it perform better and how you can implement that. And then you've got to quick, think quickly on your feet because you might think that at home, but when you go to the track, the track changes and things change. You've got to think, how can you use that from at home to use it on the track? And it's just a really wonderful experience. Though. That's, yeah, it, it is. And I, I love talking to girls and they get so animated and excited about when they tell me about their, ra their racing career. So um, who helps you with your car? I assume your dad? Yeah, so mom and dad are really good helping with everything dad definitely gives me a big hand down the shed so he does helps does a lot of the work with the car and stuff and he's teaching me a lot i've learned so much there's little things like learning how to weld 
when he had to, the first thing I learned was I had to tire in a car. And that's a pretty life, that's a good thing for life because if I'm stuck on the side of the road, I know how to do something simple like that. Exactly. And it's awesome to learn yeah. from him. Yeah. And mum's also a really good supporter as well. She does a lot of the artwork and the social media side of things. They're boys, they've both been really good supporters. Yeah, you need your family to be behind you if you want to be successful. So, Abby, do you have any brothers and sisters? That's what I'm working on. I'm actually an only child, so I'm very lucky, very lucky to be able to race. And yeah, I'm, only, I'm an only child at the moment. Okay, all right. So, um, how many years have you been racing? So, since I was 13, so that's about five years. Five years, around five years, yeah. I did have my first season that I raced, I didn't only race twice because I had a big accident. So I've been racing for around five years, but only properly for around four years. Okay. So okay. during that time, so, I'm going to ask you, what has been your either proudest moment or your most memorable moment? Or maybe it's two different ones. Sometimes they're the same and sometimes they're not. So um, why don't you tell us what yours are? I would say my most proudest moment would probably be in 2014, the 2014-15 season. I was lucky enough to be awarded the um, club champion for the Maribara Club. And that was pretty, I was pretty happy with that. I was very excited. It was very unexpected, but a lot of it just came through consistency. And that's what a lot of part, big part of racing is. If you go out there and you race every race meeting and you get your points up, I was, I didn't, that season, I did not win a race at all. But I managed to get club champion because I consistently went out there. I consistently finished my races and I got up there a little bit. Yeah, that was in it. I was able to actually get enough points to be able to lead to the club champion. So I think that's one big thing I can definitely say is just keep trying, keep going. Okay. So that's your proudest moment. Do you have a most memorable moment or maybe you said you had a bad wreck? Might, might not have been a good thing or bad thing. So do you have one of those? That would probably be my most memorable moment, I would say. I'd say, I think there'd be two most memorable moments. My first one would be the crash. That was my first ever race meeting, actually, in at Rockhampton Speedway. And when I was at the track, I didn't really, didn't really know what was going to happen. And I just put my foot down a little bit and got out of control and then ended up into the wall and had a, quite a big crash. That was very memorable. <laughs> but I also had another memorable moment, I would say, would probably be winning my first heat race. I was lucky enough to do that at my home track. I've only ever raced. My home track doesn't have very many races on at all. I've only raced there once in my entire time. And that was where I won my, won my first heat race. So that was very memorable as well. Oh, absolutely. So what is it that you enjoy the most about racing? Is it going fast? Is it the people? What is it that you enjoy the most? I think it's a combination of a lot of things. I think one of the biggest things is the racing itself. The speed is really cool, but the racing itself, when it's close racing, that's some of the, that's the, some of the best racing. I've had, I still remember one of my best, my favorite races to remember is one I had up in final Queensland in Mariba. I wasn't, there was 30 cars in this feature race and I was probably coming 12th, 12th to 15th. So I wasn't up there, but I still remember it so well because I was with another car and we were so close together in racing. And that, things like that, I find it so fun. 
and it's just a really good experience that way. But it's also that coupled with a lot of the people that you meet. I've made some amazing friends through racing and they're so supportive and they're amazing and it's just really good to be able to meet new people and gain new experiences. Exactly. So we before we got on, we went live. You, we did a big story about you in our magazine. I think it might have been April or May. I can't remember, but back in then, we did a nice story about you. And someone sent me a great picture of a little girl giving you a big hug. And I turned that into a kind of an advertisement, if you will, for racing. And it says, "This is why we do it." It'll be in the magazine again this month as well. Uh, that little advertisement type thing. And um, it looks like you might have some little girls that are fans. So what if um, a mother came up to you or maybe to your mom and said, my little girl, you know, wants to race. What do you think? What would you tell them? I just tell them to give it a go. Honestly, it's one of the most amazing things to have a go. If you do have a passion for it and you do it, it's very, very addictive and you love it and you learn so much through it. It's not... When you actually get into racing, a lot of people find there's a big stigma around being female. But ever since I've been into racing, I've had amazing opportunities and I'm just treated like any other racer. As soon as you go out there, you're not, it's not this big divide since you're both out there, both male and female. It's very, you're all together and you're all racers. You're not segregated or anything like that. I think that's one of the best parts about it is it's not like a normal sport where males compete in one round and females compete in the other. You all get to have a go. And honestly, if a little girl came up and said that, I would say just give it a go because you know you haven't got anything to lose from just trying it and seeing if that's something you're passionate about. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So a few weeks ago, um, I was able to hear an interview with Billy Venerini, and I don't know if you know who that is, but he's a very well-known race team owner in the Arca series. And he said once he, and he has three girls that drive on his team, which is the most girls of any team that I'm aware of anyway. And he said, when they get in the car, they're no longer male or female. They're a, a race car driver. And I love that. He said that um, yes. because you don't want special treatment. You don't want to be treated meanly or either, but just the same as all the rest. And I thought that was a good comment that he made. So I see your number is 23. Does that have any significance or why did you choose 23? Well, originally on my junior season, I was number two. And my dad used to always be number two in his racing. And I've kind of kept that tradition. And I love the number two, it's a nice number. But when I went into the mod light category this year, Number two was already taken, so I couldn't be number two. But 23 has got a lot of heritage with the car. The car was is um, and was won by Jamie McHugh under number 23 at the Australian Championship uh, a few years ago now. So it's got a lot of heritage with the car. And 23 is a big number in sport. There's a lot of people who are 23 in racing and other in other forms of sport like basketball, and they're really well known for being being good at what they do and hopefully I think maybe that number could bring me a bit of luck but it's also keeping heritage with the car and I get to keep number two as well with the 23. <laughs> right so right. that that's a good reason Michael, Michael Jordan was one of my favorite basketball players so that's a good number right yeah. there so um <laughs> are there very many girls that race against you or like when you go to a track 
are, are you kind of the minority or are there uh, other girls or women that race? Well, there are quite a few. I think in juniors, there was a lot of girls. There are a lot of girls in juniors still currently. And in mud lights, I believe there's, there's a few, maybe four. So not a whole lot, but there are still a few that race. But there are a lot, there are a lot of girls out there that are involved in speedway and racing. Majority of the off-track, um, sorry, majority of the off-track um, officials and a lot of people like that are actually female. A lot of people in the tower are female. And then a lot of them are behind the scenes and you don't realise. There are a few girls and I know for, in Australia we've they've tried to showcase that a lot. So we've had races called, I was recently in a race called the Queen of Carts. So I was lucky enough to drive a friend's go-kart and a bunch of women came out and we had a big race together and it was really fun. It was a great experience and I got to drive a cart for the first time. That was really cool. So there are a lot of females out there. It's just not as predominantly shown on the racetrack. Okay, so okay. I went to Eldora, Ohio. I don't know if you've ever heard of that track for the big sprint. I'm sure you have the big sprint car race. And I happened to meet a lady there who she and her husband are promoters at a track. And I should have looked that up to tell you, but I'll send you the information later. But um, I had a very nice conversation with her about you know, women in racing in Australia. And she said too, that it's, there's a lot of women behind the scenes, but that they try to showcase and, and, you know, celebrate our, we're all about connecting and celebrating women in motorsports. So I was glad to hear that. And she and I are going to stay connected and uh, hopefully she's going to give me some more names of some young women like you that race in Australia. I'd love to come there and watch sometime. <laughs> Australia's on my bucket yeah, list. That's not, that's not <laughs> yeah. So, Abby, what are your goals for your racing career? Where do you see yourself in a few years? My goal ever since I first started, and it still is today, is simply just to push myself to be better. So mainly I look at that through things like lap time. So I look at my lap times and I go, okay, next time I want to do it faster than that one. And I think by that one in the car, I think I need to do a faster lap time this time than the last time. That's one of the big things because it's easier to, it's better off to compare yourself to yourself in the past because sometimes everyone changes in their racing. Some people don't do as well and sometimes they do better. So it's easy to compare yourself in that regard. But also I try to just do the best I can in all my racing and hopefully one day I'll be able to win a feature race in the model like class. That's my ultimate goal is obviously win. But hopefully I've just got to use little steps to get there at a time and it should be good. I'm sure you're going to do I'm it. sure you're going to do it. You're very <laughs> determined. So what do your friends think about you driving a race car? What do they say? They, they, they like it. I've got a fair few in high school. You came along to the speedway with me when I was in the junior sedan class and they would help and they'd learn heaps of stuff. I had friends that didn't know how to do things like change a tyre because they'd never been taught before and they got there and they got to change a tyre for the first time. So it's really cool to be able to have my friends come and teach them something new and see if maybe they've got passion about racing that they might want to look at in the future. Yeah, that's that's good. You said. <clears throat> so, how does your mom feel when you go out on the racetrack? Does she is she the nervous one or is it your dad? Well, she's very passionate. <laughs> 
she does she always goes live on my on my Facebook page she's very passionate about it she does get a little nervous sometimes but she's more just excited and she wants to see me do well dad's the same they both just want to see me do well they know that these cars are very very safe under the Australian standards that we've got for all classes they're quite safe with the roll cages and all bits and pieces in between they just they're quite I'm quite confident now they're quite confident in the car they just want to see me do well that's awesome so, Abby, if you ever had a chance to come to the United States and race a mod, would you jump at the chance? Oh, definitely. <laughs> that would be awesome. But that's something to work towards one day. I'm looking at doing a uh, university college exchange, hopefully to go over to America and have a look at some of the racetracks and gig experience. Because even though, look, everything, like the mob life is similar, the racing atmosphere over there is much much bigger than over here. It's a lot, there's a lot a lot more of you guys over there racing than there is over here. It'd be awesome to have a go and have a look one day. Oh, yeah. I'm sure you'll get the chance. And you, you know, you Google where the racetracks are and then Google where the colleges are. Racetracks <laughs> and then the college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, what do you like to do when you're not racing? I know you go to school. That takes up a lot of time. But if you know, in your, in your fun time when race season's over, what do you like to do? Um, well, a lot of what I like to do is I do like to work on the car and learn a lot more about it. So I like to watch videos online about how to set up cars and stuff like that. They're really interesting. But I do like to just learn. That's one of my big passions learning, and that's one of the reasons I did go to university and do engineering. So I love to read a book or go to... A seminar or something like that, watch them online and really just learn about things. So I love doing that sort of things and I also love playing with my dog, Turbo. He comes to all the speedways and he loves it too and, yeah, hang out with him sometimes. So the race cars don't bother him. He doesn't get scared. Oh, no, he just sits there in the trailer and has a sleep. <laughs> he loves all the attention all the kids coming over and, yeah, no, he loves it. Yeah, he must be used to all the noise. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep talking to you because our other gals having trouble getting on. So are you are you able to hang out for a little bit more? Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, I'm gonna scroll through my questions here and see if what I haven't asked you for. Oh, here's a good question. So if you have a bad day at the racetrack, what do you, how do you deal with that? Do you take it out on somebody? Are you pretty easygoing and just say, well, that's racing? Or, or what do you do when you when things don't go well? Well, it'll, when, as soon as I come off the track, I kind of, obviously you are disappointed because there's a lot of things that go into, a lot of hours and stuff that go into the car and a lot of people that are doing work to try and get you there. So it is disappointing, but you know, when you get out of the car, you think, that's it, I'll leave that there. And you think about it. You have to think like, what did I did I do something wrong? Was it just a situation? You got to, you think about what's happened, and you evaluate and see what you can do next time to make sure that doesn't happen, or what you can do next time to improve it. So it's all just realizing that sometimes bad days and bad races do happen, and that is just racing. So you just deal with it. You work out what you can do better, and you move on. Okay, that's that's a good philosophy to have, not only in racing but in life. So I'm going to look here at the, our comments. So do you know Jackie Fallon? Yes, I do. That's my auntie. Okay. She says hello. And then Wanda Meehan must be re related to you. 
Yes, that's my auntie. <laughs> okay, so your aunts are on. They're watching you tonight. They said hello. <laughs> How about Casey <laughs> Collins? Yes, I race. Um, I actually race against Casey Collins. I raced against him in the junior sedan class, and I race against him now in the mod lights. He's the he was the Queensland champion twice, actually in juniors. He's a very good driver. It's good okay. to see how he goes in the mod. Lights. He says, "Abby, big dog." <laughs> <laughs> and then the last comment we have is from Neil Gregson. Yes. I can Neil tell. Also, go ahead. Pardon? Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, it's hard to hear. Sorry. Um, Neil also races mod lights. He's raced. I think last season was his first season. He's getting up there now. He's doing very well. Okay. He says, "Nice oh. jumper, mate." Or yes, that's mate. my um. <laughs> <laughs> that one's my mod light jumper. So that's the. Okay. Uh, um, like governed under the Queensland mud light class, yeah. Okay, all right. So that's the that's the comments that we have so far. So if anybody's <laughs> out there listening and you have any questions for Abby or you want to make any comments, make sure they're nice, and I'll uh, I'll share them with her. So um, let's see. Let, let me see what else I can find here. Um, I had a question I was going to ask you. Um, hang on a second. Oh, let's ask you about this. Do you have autograph night at your racetrack, I assume? Um, we don't have like an autograph night, but halfway through the race, you guys have an interval and the pits are opened up in the interval. So we have like a half an hour to, oops, sorry, I got hiccups, half an hour to an hour break, sometimes halfway through the night just before the feature races run. And people are like, most tracks allow people to come to the pits and you hand out your posters and your cards and you get to meet them. It's really cool to meet people that sometimes you don't actually even know who they are and they come up and they say they've been following your racing. And it's really cool to meet people who have been watching and really support it. And they're the people that keep the racing going. Absolutely. And, you know, on that same note, you don't realize how many people are following you maybe on Facebook or watching what you're doing. And that puts another perspective. I'm not, I'm sure, you know, you're a very nice young girl. You're not going to be causing issues at the track, but I think people forget when they're out there and maybe in the heat of the moment that there's little kids watching, there's adults watching and, and you've got those names on your car you're representing those people. And so that's, that's something that you always have to keep in the back of your mind. So um, your mom's okay. So Jessica is a friend of mine and she says, do you have a favorite driver that you look up to or a driver that you look up to? I have, there are a lot of drivers that I do look up to. I do have a lot of female drivers that I look up to as well. So in Speedway, um, Stacey Gallopin, she drives a, she used to drive a wingless and she drives a sprint car now as well. There's also people like Natalie Decker from over in America. She mm -hmm. doesn't race on dirt. I think she's going to dirt maybe this weekend too, so that'd be cool to watch. Yes. Um, also, yeah. James McFadden. I think he regularly goes over to the States to race and he's very, he's a very good driver. And he's always, and anytime I've met him, I was very lucky to meet him when I was younger. And he's just, he's a very nice person. And it's inspiring to look up to all these guys because they're all lovely people that 
are just, they generally, if you have a question or something at the track and you ask them, they'll answer it. Like say, how are you? How you going to racing or anything? And they'll talk to you and they'll, and it's lovely to see that people are like that. And they don't just push you aside because you're littler than them and you're not in, you're not in that sort of class. So it's lovely to see that people like that. It's awesome to see they're all doing really, really well in their racing. Yeah. Natalie Decker has been on our show or I've interviewed her a couple of times, met her several times. She's one of my favorites as well. Um, she'll be actually racing close to me because they got rained out earlier in the year. They're coming back to race. Um, she's, she's a great role model for young girls over here in the States um, as well. And yeah, I, I follow her daily as to what she's doing. So um, your mom said nice sponsors, Abby. And then Neil says, the stickers look awesome. Who are your sponsors this year? So let's tell them again, because if they didn't tune in right away at the beginning, they missed it. So tell us again who your sponsors are. So I've got, I have the most amazing group of sponsors. They're awesome. They've always supported me. So since I was in my junior sedan, I've had Harbour City Harley Davidson. So they're the local Harley Davidson shop and they've supported me so much. They've been amazing in their support. I've also got Art by Mickey, so that's mum. She does all the stickers and the signs. So I'm very lucky with her and lucky with all her support. And recently on my junior and back onto my model line, I've also got Makoska Contracting. Makoska Contracting has hit the Bob Makoska. He races super stands over here and he's been amazing in supporting me. He's given me so much advice and talking to him at the racetracks, he's helped me out in so many different ways. They've been amazing in cost of contracting. I've also got Chapman's Auto Repair and Performance. They've been with me since long, when I very first started my juniors. They've been amazing support. They've helped me so much. Like their experience, they've given me tips and guides. And Casey Collins, who I was talking to before, he's the son of the people who own Chapman's Auto Repair and Performance. And they've been awesome in supporting me and helping me. I've got also, um, giving me some support this season is Total Off-Road from Gladstone. They've given me so much support and there are so many people out there who have so many racing families that have helped me in so many different ways. And I'm very grateful for all my sponsors and for all the people that have come and helped me. So I'm trying to look on your car here. What is that a picture of in the front there with the red does it have a red jacket or what is that? It's a red, um, at the front up there, it's Red Bull. That's the Art by Mickey logo. Okay, now I see it's the Red Bull. Okay, I'm only seeing part of it and it's hard for me to tell what that was. So, um, so Casey Collins must have inside knowledge because he says, Abby, do you ever get into wrestling matches at racing? <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a story there. <laughs> um, Casey uh, enjoys a wrestling match at the Speedway. He enjoys um, wrestling myself and my mum and his mother. <laughs> he enjoys a, a, have a bit of fun like that. Nah, it's good though. Good to have friends like that. It is good to have friends like that. Absolutely. <laughs> Do you know Julia Hardy? Yes, so Julia Hardy is um, the secretary for the Mod Light Queensland our Association. Her and Rob Hardy have been amazing. They've, her, both of them and the whole of Mod Light Queensland 
have been such amazing supporters of myself and people coming in like Casey Collins and they've just given us so much through they're helping us how just the simple things of how we've got to apply to get licenses and how we've got to register our cars and they've really supported us through telling us about all different giving us information on practice days and they've been really supportive and they've been really great the entire uh, Robin Julian and the entirety of the model like Queensland. Okay, awesome. Well, she's, she said, well done, Abby, with three checkered flags. So that must mean you're going to get a feature here really soon, I promise. So, um, so about how many laps does a feature race run that you do on average? Uh, so the, on average. So well, the most did 15, maybe 12, and then some of the... I know, for example, in the junior sedan, we could do as in a heat race, we could do as least as less as six up to eight. And then a feature race, it could be 12 to 20. And in the mod light, oh, sorry, in the mod light, um, it's similar like a heat race could be eight to 12. And then a feature race could be like 15 to 20. It depends as well on, like you said, it's different. That's on average. It can be a lot more for special races and the titles and things like that changes. Right. And sometimes the special races, they race more. I just was curious if it was about the same as what we do over here. So um, yeah, yeah. when you were a little girl, did you play with dolls or cars? Well, I, when I was a little girl, I spent everything. <laughs> I used to love making things. I used to always come down the shed and get flat or dad's nuts and bolts and make cars out of them and do that sort of things. But I did have a lot of Hot Wheels when I was younger, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, I figured you might. So do you have a favorite NASCAR driver? Do you watch NASCAR? When I was younger, I used to watch NASCAR a lot more than I do now. I think I used to, when I was younger, I used to be a fan of Tony Stewart. And I think I was looking at him because of his speedway side of things. I think that was definitely why I was looking up towards him. But there's a lot of amazing people in there, especially like Danica Patrick when she used to race in the NASCAR. She was she was amazing and she was a big inspiration of mine for all the stuff she's done and how hard she's worked to get where she has. She hasn't just been given given what she has been because she's a female. She's worked very hard to get where she is. Right. Absolutely. And and she got a lot of, um, I'd say, discouraging comments or negative comments, but she did work hard or, you know, it's not easy to get where she got. And so people oh, no. kind of forget that. And, and yeah, I, I kind of hated to see her get out of it because I thought she had a lot of things she could have brought to NASCAR where women are concerned. And I, I felt a little disappointed that she didn't quite do some of the things I was hoping she would do. But um, I know just from being at races, they get pulled every direction, this way, that way. And, and I'm sure all week long they do. So I can kind of understand, you know, why that happens. So, Abby, I don't have any other questions from the no, – no questions from the peanut gallery over here. <laughs> so um, I'm just going to leave it open for you for a minute. Um, anything that I haven't asked you about that maybe you'd like to share with us or people you want to thank or anything like that? Or And the other thing I did think of was how, like, what's your racing season? 
you know, here we start in April, we end in October. So what's your raising season? And then follow that up with just kind of a closing, whatever you'd like to share. Um, so for the raising season, it's mainly, so some of the tracks are a little bit longer, but generally it's September and then it comes back around to June, July. It starts to end up, round up um, towards then. But in, I know in the more sedan classes, you can pretty much run the entire time. If you, had, if you want to travel further and you want to travel up north, you don't even have to have an off-season. It's kind of whenever you want to gauge, you need a break to get things prepared and get, more, and get ready for the new season. But, yeah, so it's very it's very different for the different tracks, but mainly it is from that September to June, July. Um, okay. Also, I'd like to thank, I'd like to thank uh, you, Melinda, and Aaron for thank you for having me on today and love to thank all my sponsors again. Uh, Mum and Dad, everyone that gives a hand. And if there's anything I have to say to anyone that was getting any females or young girls that wanted to get into racing or just any young people in general, it's generally just, as I said before, to give it a go. There's no harm in giving it a go and just try it and see if you do like it. There's so many amazing people out there that will support you and give you a hand. There are like the clubs like Julia Hardy, as I was speaking before, whether it's your parents will obviously give you a hand if you're that if you want to go that way. But there's so many amazing people that can help you and will give you a hand. So definitely give it a go if you're interested in it and just try it out. That's good that's good advice because you never know what you're able to do until you give it a try. Right? Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So um Wanda wants to know if we're gonna get to meet Turbo. Who's Turbo? Oh, I think we lost her. Okay, well, that's sometimes how things go. But um, I think we lost Abby there, the connection. But um, we're we're glad that we were able to talk with her. You know, that's I don't know how many thousand miles away, but I love the technology and the fact that we can talk to her like she's sitting in the room next door. So. Um, I'm just going to close it out for her. If you want to follow Abby, go to Facebook. I know she has Abby Meehan on Facebook. So get on there and follow her. She's a, a wonderful young woman. She's um, going to college. She's racing. She's doing the things that she's passionate about and that she loves. And she has a good reputation with the, the kids at the track. They love her. I know that for a fact. I've heard good stories about her. If you want to read more about her in our magazine, you could uh, go to IWMANation.com. I believe it was either the April or May issue of the magazine. Abby was in there. I think she has a, a couple page story with some pictures. So I'd encourage you to do that. Get on uh, Facebook and tell her that you saw the interview tonight. And wish her some good luck. Uh, we'll be sharing the link to this interview after the show's over. So share the link to uh, your Facebook page and spread the word about what we're doing here on Women in Motorsports on Twist Network, as well as at the International Women's Motorsports Association. We are a membership-based association. Things that we do cost money, and we want to do more and more for the women in motorsports. So if you would like to be a member and be a part of the community that we're building, 
just go to IWMANation.com or you can go to RacingGirlsRock.com. Um, either one will get you to the information that you need to become a member and join us. We'd love to have you be a part of our community. Um, I'm sorry that our other guest wasn't able to get on tonight, but we will have her next week and we will.